informative, thought-provoking, factually correct. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to This Podcast is None of Those Things, starring Brian and Elliot. Coming to you from the Dirty Dina studio in Pasadena, Texas, here we go. Welcome, everyone, to episode two of this podcast is none of those things. I'm Brian, and with me is Elliot, and we're just going to do a quick episode for episode two because we're going to do a bigger episode for episode three. This one's just going to be on the upcoming Browns versus Steelers matchup, also known as the um, Steelers scrimmaging with their junior varsity squad against the Browns scout team, I mean starters. Elliot, I'm going to let you have the floor first. And maybe maybe we got to talk about the Browns um, falling ass backwards into this game, not being able to beat the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Like, it's one thing for the Steelers to lose to the Bungles. Like, at least that's a division game. But, man... Uh- the Browns <laughs> lost to the Jets. Like, Jets fans have got to be so mad. They lost out on Trevor Lawrence. Now, they're. I mean, they don't watch it. They pull another win out, and they might actually fall to third in the draft. And then what are they going to do? You know what? I, I have no idea. I mean, <laughs> it seems like the are this uh, the bad news uh, bears. Uh, the lovable losers, you know. Well, hold up. The the actual Bears may still somehow get into the playoffs. Yeah, but the bad news Bears was that movie that man I'm showing my age. Y'all know about the, the the Sandlot team that needed a little bit of luck. Well, the Jets, they are the lovable losers right now. They're, I mean, it's not like the, the Giants are a much better football team. They're not. Both New York teams are horrible, but uh, the Jets have been where the where the Giants are horrible. The Jets are like irrelevant, which is worse than horrible. So <laughs> they've, they've they've managed to mess up. They're so bad that they've managed to mess up losing. To like they don't get they don't get even anything quality for losing. Talk about you can't win for losing. They are the poster child. But here's the thing. You're talking a little little junk on the Giants. They can still get in. They have yeah. to win, and Washington has to lose. I think the Giants play the Cowboys, so that's a. And then the Eagles have to beat the Redskins. Yeah, but if the, Cow- or, the Cowboys, I'm sorry, the football team. <laughs> yeah, the football team. Yeah, the football team. But here's the thing: the Dallas football team. All they gotta do is win. They, they they win they win the division. That's literally where they are right now. No, they have to win, and Washington has to lose. Yeah, the, the Cowboys are play, they're playing Washington. They're playing the Giants. Oh, playing the Gi- and All right, wa- well, and Washington's playing the Eagles. So, well, either one of those teams needs the Eagles to beat the beat the football team. Washington, well, the Cowboys. 
I said, but the Cowboys still got a window. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Eagles can beat the Eagles, Eagles can beat the the Washington team, and the Cowboys have to win to get in. They need that. They they literally need that, right? Because the Eagles are the Eagles are not in playoff contention whatsoever, but they can mess up somebody's party. Yeah, they are literally the only team in division not in contention now. Yeah. But just speaking, if you have a losing record, you're not supposed to be in contention for anything. That's somehow a fact. The NFC East, <laughs> somehow in the NFC East, they managed to completely throw that out the window. Right? Like, hey, watch this. Hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're mediocre and we're proud of it. And that is, it's the exact perfect recipe for somebody to take a mediocre team going on a run in the playoffs. They suck all year. And then they hit a run for the playoffs and end up in the Super Bowl. <laughs> kind of reminds me of the Houston Rockets back in 1995, going into being a sixth seed, the only sixth seed to ever win a title. They were horrible all year. And then they had a run. And a heck of a run it was. Yes. In fact, Barkley was the first superstar to have a terrible playoff because he was the one that gave up the – he was the first um, – what you call all-time great, they give up a 3-1 playoff lead to the Rockets. The Rockets were literally down 3-1 to one in that series. And then and they came back and won, uh, which puts which means Hakeem Olajuwon and LeBron James are the two all-time greats that actually came down from a 3-1 deficit to win. Let's get to basketball <laughs> after we finish with football. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> what I'm, I'm saying, so that being said, we're – Hey, I'm just bringing about the fact of being mediocre and, and, win, and, and winning. So I use that as an example. But as we are mediocre, after being the poster child for mediocrity, back to my Browns. I love y'all, but like you said, I've, I've been saying for weeks, Jeff has been more excited about this than me, about this whole season. I've been taking it one day at a time. <laughs> like, because each time, than it was the previous year. The record they've had this year is better than they've had the last like couple seasons, actually the last decade. In fact, you know what? It's probably been about 20 years they've had a record this good. So <laughs> all the trash talking, the reality is I can't say that they've been, they've always been great. They haven't. I can't say there's anything believable. There's nothing in the, in the tool shed or the woodshed for that matter. <laughs> like, hey, we got to believe. No, we don't. We don't. <laughs> we are, you know, if you're a Brown, to be a Browns fan means to be a, uh, the perpetual Thomas. That's what being a Browns fan really is. I feel it like hurts. You, that whole that whole rant is just like how traumatized you are as a Browns fan. It is. And what's funny is that you know when we met, we were in Pittsburgh. You had a cho- You had a chance. Right. You had a chance to come to the side that is all right and gleaming the, the light, the light from all those Lombardi trophies and Super Bowl rings, like that gleam. You you had the chance to come to that side. Yeah, and- I know, but I couldn't. But here's the thing, though. I was it was as close as it was ever going to get because Ben Roethlisberger is from my hometown. Oh from yes, my high school. Should be supporting the hometown boy, and like you know, I I like him. I think it's wonderful what he's done in his career, you know. But I like should have been a Cleveland Brown. 
Well, even further to my point, you know, and let me just look up a little history here. I believe that the Ravens, so the Browns, yes. So when we, we met, the Browns weren't even a thing. They were the Ravens. Yeah, that's true. They, 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 they so had- you really missed an opportunity. You actually came back to these shit stains. I mean, Browns. <laughs> like, here's the thing. His, 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 this is how, how odd it was. I, I wish I had asked my uncle about this. He knew what the Browns mascot was. Because I always thought it was the, the bloodhound, right? Because that's what all the guys in the dog pound had was the bloodhound masks. Yeah. Over this, right? Only to find out when I started working with Foot Locker. It's a bulldog. It, it's not a bloodhound. Well, whatever. And like, by either way you cut it, it was way, it was, I'm talking about what the guys were wearing over their face. Um, it looked like, it looked like a bloodhound to me to get, you know, he just did. But the thing was, is that for me to ultimately find out that an elf is the mascot for the Browns. They don't even call it an elf. They call it a brownie, a brownie. But brownies are something that you eat. Brownies are the precursor to the Girl Scouts. All right. And, and that's no knock on the Girl Scouts. I know there are tough women out there. Please, women, don't go out and try to hate on me for this. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> like when you think brownie, that's what comes to mind. Is the I mean, more, more appropriately, it might be Mr. Hanky the Christmas Poo. Yeah, that's how they played majority of the time. <laughs> but that's what they had as a mascot. Like, who, what, what historical reference people that they had in the records like they could have left that stay buried because a whole generation two or three generations didn't even know what that was <laughs> you know we had to we're like you know i remember the hats came out and i was like what's that and my district manager didn't know i called up the chain of footlocker i'm like what is this logo that's on the browns hat who is the, what is this i've never seen this i want to see know? it now as that now the, uh, the 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 Browns backers, like which my uncle was part of, oh I him my it. god, I'm looking at pictures of it. Yeah, see, but okay, the Cowboys, the Cowboys got the star. The Steelers got a helmet with a couple of stars, aka looking like the chemical ingredients to make it steel. Okay, we're talking about the Lions. It's a lion, right? You know, 49ers, We. So on and so forth. But it makes sense. You're not embarrassed to see that in public. There's no <laughs> self-respecting man that can wear a jacket with a brownie sitting on the front of it. And you have to tell us that that's a brownie because it looks like an elf. There's nothing that says brownie under that. Paul Brown was a great coach, one of the greatest coaches of all time. How they do that to that man's name? I mean, I'm looking at brownies. Maybe he did. No, but- man. When they were kids, when- no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, when they when, when the Browns fired Bill Belichick, they could have they could have sent that mascot with him. I mean, I mean, I, look, I'm baffled by this. All like, the other te- it's terrible. Um, the good news is it it seems to be that Brownie the Elf, which is his actual name, has been um usurped by Chomps the dog. 
as they actually have a oh they do have a brownie the elf mascot running around oh dear god just <laughs> like dude don't do that and I then mean, they have seriously a, so they have a guy in a dog costume they have a guy in an elf costume and then they have a real dog the the dog looks like over- i don't know what he looks like he's a big boy i'd have to mm. see what breed that dog no. is Tell you bloodhound no he's not a bloodhound Ah, he's a bull mastiff. All right. His name was Swagger, and unfortunately, he passed away, which dogs do at a far too quick a pace. Look, recently, or was it was it recently, or did he pass away when they went zero and sixteen? I mean, I would have quit then, but I didn't. I'm still here. So <laughs> looks I like was still looks like recently because he was only yeah, it was February, so he had cancer. He was. Oh. He was, he had joined as a puppy in 2014. Oh, so oh, you, he's, he's, uh, you guys had the cutest mascot in the league for a year. But here's the thing. Think about how this sucks. All the times that he was the mascot, they were horrible. Mm-hmm. They finally get good and he dies. He couldn't, like, you know what? He couldn't take it anymore. Win one for him. I know, right? Yeah. His, win it for swagger. His heart only went so far. Right. Poor dog. Jack Swagger. Yeah. Jack Hager. You know, that's something else I wouldn't mind talking about today, too, is um, um, John Huber. John Heater? Huber, also known as Brody Lee, also known as Luke Harper. Um, But we'll get to that. Let's, let's, Let's finish up with the Browns hate, which is funny because most of it's coming from you, the Browns fan. Right. Because, like... Right, it's like I'm, 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 I'm that jaded. I am that jaded spouse. I've been <laughs> messed over. I thought it would be one thing, and it ended up being something else. <laughs> and it's something about the curse on that name, because you know they they didn't win anything before they moved and switched. They brought the team moved to Baltimore and switched the name to the Ravens. They won two Super Bowls. <laughs> they read the name of the Browns and they went back to being inept. Think about well, they, it. The Carolina Pan- the Carolina Panthers, which was an expansion team, made it to the Super Bowl within like the first decade of its existence. Mm-hmm. We're working on twenty years. <laughs> and let's not forget the fifty before that. Thank you, Art Model. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason why Jerry Jones is like. You know what? Let me follow his model. Just let's be just good enough. It don't have to be great. Just good enough. Now, profitable. <laughs> I don't want to go down this route too far because you covered this extensively in episode one. <laughs> right. But um, did you know Ben Roethlisberger is sitting out this week? They're going to start Mason Rudolph. So Miles Garrett is going to have to keep his hands to himself. Talk about a guy who rehabbed his image. He was their Walter Payton Man of the Year candidate this year. Mm-hmm. After missing the end of last year for hitting somebody with a helmet. Oh. Like, I gotta give the guy credit. Who was the guy that he hit? Mason Rudolph. I know. Oh, my, my scared hit Mason Rudolph. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm catching up. So, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see. Baker, so so this would be you know how bad it would look for Baker if they don't win and Ben Roethlisberger has sat out, you know. And so 
I will defend the, the Browns a little bit for their loss to the Jets. They were they they lost their top four wide receivers to COVID protocol. They were all like they, in co- they were all contact traced out. So even Jarvis Landry was gone. Oh yeah. Well, there you go. That that explains it. That wasn't really discussed in the news like that. Is that? Like, oh, sure lost. it was. So they got all those but guys you know back. Right, but let me just put it this way: that before, before we go into that, let me just say this: you're a professional, so yes, their top four wide receivers were gone because of quarantine. So the next four, you wanted your time to shine. That was it. <laughs> you never know when that was going to come, right? You would, you would like how many? I bet you there were a number of those guys that said, "Man, if I just got my shot, I bet you I could blow the doors off of Jarvis." I could blow the doors off of Odell Beckham. I could blow the doors off. Okay, so you had your opportunity. And the Jets blew your doors off, and they sucked. <laughs> I mean, just they blew your back out. Your back was broken. Spinal. I'm not sure when the game is. Um, let's see. Sunday at 1 p.m. So we probably don't get to see it. Oh, we might, actually, because Tennessee's play in Houston at 425. Well, 3.30. So. Oh, yes. So we might get and the nobody's Browns. Watch that game. Let me see what else is on the AFC slate that we might get preempted for. I don't see anything. Mm. Oh, you know what we're gonna get? What? Well, maybe I'll have to look at the actual TV schedule for here. Hopefully, we get it on Sunday because I don't see any CBS games that would preempt it. But it doesn't say if Fox has the double header. It just they both have one o'clock games. And I do know that, I mean, definitely Fox will have the Cowboys versus Giants on for us. Yeah, so but we'll that, get, that, that has implica- well, implications. Right, and that's fine. And actually, I think Tennessee versus Houston does too, because Tennessee needs to win to clinch the division. Well, that's going to be easy, because like, I'm certain the Texans aren't going to show up for that. I don't know. JJ uh, JJ Watt had some stuff to say this week. He might have got everybody fired up. Yeah, then the coach is just going to sit him down. <laughs> Watch. We're no, like, you know, Romeo's not I mean, worried about that and, job and, next year. Romeo doesn't yeah, care exactly. what happens Why next he... year. They're running him. <laughs> he doesn't care. Like this is my last nah, game he, coaching this team. This might be his last game coaching. Period. It could be. <laughs> like. And like, but you know, I don't see why not. I mean, look, he could be an advisor to a high school team. I mean, or something like that helps some little ones, you know, get better at it. I mean, you know, I don't know. I mean, who might have thought somebody like making their money? They can make as much money as he wants to make in the NFL if he wants to. But um, at some point, you got to step away. Well, and you know, I think because I could, I think I could, I could tell by the way that he was coaching. He wasn't a man that was coaching to like get become the head coach he was just like there for the sake of doing it well that's because they told him at the very start that he was not going he was not coaching for the job like he was not going to be a candidate oh well which that was stupid not really the dude's in his 70s like if you're trying to plan for your future you don't pick up the 70 some year old dude like he he's right he i think they may keep him on in like the assistant head coach role like he had under Bill O'Brien. Because uh-huh. let's be real, he wasn't the problem. Even Coach O'Brien wasn't – he was bad, 
but GM O'Brien was much worse. Yeah, and I just don't understand like how it was, he became such a poor decision maker as a GM. Because see, when you're he was a college coach. As a college coach, you're the general manager as well as the coach because you're literally picking the team. Okay, who's work? What works together and what doesn't? That's all on you. So how is it that like you make the decisions that you made? He let his feelings get in the way. He he ran off people he didn't like. See DeAndre Hopkins. Right. Oh. Indeed. So do you want to know your Cleveland? Um, playoff scenarios. So number one is win and they're in. Yep. Okay. Sounds number, simple. Or Indianapolis loses. Who's or, Indianapolis? Uh, they're playing Jacksonville. So I don't think they're going to want to. They're not going to want to count on that uh, scenario. Okay, <laughs> yeah, because I, I don't think Jacksonville has been good for quite some time. A couple years ago, they got to the AFC title game, but then immediately fell off a cliff and went to be bad again. Their their third option is a Tennessee loss, a Miami win or tie. Oh, th- these things all have to happen together. So Tennessee has uh-huh. to lose, Miami has to win and t- win or tie, and mm-hmm. Baltimore Baltimore has to win or tie. Okay. Or Cleveland ties and Baltimore loses. Cleveland ties and Miami loses. Cleveland ties mm. and Tennessee loses. Jeez, Louise, this it gets crazy. Um, yeah, the only thing, the only one, the, the one that seems the most likely is because Ben Roethlisberger is not playing. Is the Cleveland Browns win and they're in? Right. So let's because so, because here's the thing: if they had won last week, they would have been in. Yep. Yep. And Baltimore so, wouldn't have been. Like, Baltimore's in the same scenario, winning you're in, but they have the same type right. of thing. They can get help. Um, but, yeah, Cleveland, all they had to do was win and slam the door on Baltimore, and they just couldn't do it. So this, so if they win this week, they again, they slam the door on Baltimore. I believe so. Or, no, I think they slammed the door on somebody else they slammed the door on. All right. Because there's somebody that needs a ton of help. It might be Miami, but they'll talk about it at a bunch on Sunday, I'm sure. And heck, the Eagles Washington game, that's the Sunday night game, which is just so terrible, but it has so many implications. Because Dallas or the Giants, when they when they win, they still not guaranteed. They need help. Or the Giants would need help. <laughs> Let's be honest. The Giants always need help. They do. They do. (laughs) Hey, where is Eli? Was Eli Manning on the bench this year or did he retire? He retired. Okay. I think he retired last year. It's been um, it's been Daniel Jones for the last two two years, I think. He's not real I don't think he's really the problem there. That those cupboards are just so bare with talent on any every other thing. Not to mention they lost. Oh wait, didn't they lost Saquon like week one against? Right. I I I think he did go out against the Steelers because they were playing the Steelers tough in week one. That was right. the first Monday night game. It was a pretty good game, and then Saquon went down. What did he have? Did he tear, tear his ACL or something? Yep. Now all of a sudden, 
people understand why Barry Sanders had legs that were the size of tree trunks. Well, so does Saquon. That dude could never be accused of skipping leg day. <laughs> like, so, of the great running backs over the last 30 years, the only one that had that didn't have a serious injury was Barry. And he retired early. Yeah, looks, because he got tired of playing for the Lions. He looks. It looks really smart now, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. <laughs> like... You know, but here's, here's a funny backstory about that, though. The reality was it, he, he didn't really want to retire. It's just that the Lions had no intention of trading him, nor did they want to let him out of his contract. They wouldn't waive, they wouldn't waive him. Do you blame them? I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. I mean, it was like so he, he could have. He could have. If they had waived him, they'd just waived him like like any other host. They waived Manning, right? The Colts waived Peyton Manning. They waived him. If the Lions had simply done that and somebody else picked up Barry on waivers, let's face it, Barry would have gotten picked up on waivers. Exactly my <laughs> point. Right. I mean, they, they knew that they didn't have – there was no there was no way to stop him. So it was better, better to just hold on to him and let him go somewhere else. I get the logic. I'm just saying that sucks to be him. Yes, it does suck to be him. But unfortunately, that's what happens. You know, right. I mean, they, had, they even had a good wide receiver back in those days, Herman Moore. Herman Moore, and um, they had another guy that was pretty good. I can't remember his name now, but yeah, I mean, they mm-hmm. had a couple. They had a one or two years they got in the playoffs and looked pretty good. Right. It's just that the quarterbacks. I mean, they made they, their quarterbacks were so bad they made Bernie Kosar look legitimate. I mean, they um, ran they ran Jim McMahon out there for a few years, and oh, who else did they run out there? Andre Ware. Yeah, yeah. Kitna. Oh, Kitna. Yeah, they did. At <laughs> one at one time, they had three. They they I remember that they had, they actually had three rookie quarterbacks at the same time. So they were worse than what the Washington team was. We had uh, Griffith and uh, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> and I was like, "Why wow, you can't you can develop one? You can't develop both." Or so three, let's see when matter. when did Barry Sanders retire? That was like late nineties. Oh God! So they were in the in the late eighties. They were rolling out Rodney Pete. Bob Gagliano and Eric Hipple. And then a lot I used of to know about Rodney Pete. A lot more Rodney Pete than some Andre Ware, Eric Kramer, Scott uh-huh. Mitchell. Scott Mitchell was the one who did okay. He held on to the job for a while. He was our biggest loser. Really? Like after after his NFL career came to an end, he ended up like. Um, going into a depression, I think, and like ate his depression. Oh, so, I can I can sympathize. You know, they, yeah, so can I. You know, not everybody's like comfort is alcohol. Sometimes it's food. <laughs> then they had Charlie Batch. <laughs> yeah, that was actually good. I don't know why they didn't hold on to him. But Barry was gone by that point. Yes. Hey, they've been remarkably stable the last 10 years with Matthew Stafford. 
Yeah. Last last year. Oh, last mm -hmm. yeah. Before that, it was a mess. He got there in '09, though. He I, he got hurt a couple but times, I guess. But I remember though the year uh, I think before he came there, that was when they had they were at going <clears throat> sixteen, <laughs> and no one had ever seen that before. <laughs> and then when it happened, they did it. We assumed that that was going to be the only time that was ever going to happen. And the Browns were like, wait a second, we're on the other side of Lake Erie. We at least tie. <laughs> Back to your brownies. I don't know that the Steelers uh, don't take them out. Well, I think, honestly, the best thing for the Steelers to do would be to uh, would be to lose to them. Right. Because you get the Browns in the playoffs, but because that might keep them from having to play the Ravens in the playoffs, and the Ravens have kind of got their shit back together. Yeah, and the Ravens do have the Steelers. They they do a lot of years. This year, so far, the Steelers have the Ravens number, but it's tough to beat a team three times. Yeah, it is. But stranger things have happened. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Like we're looking at it. The Browns, the Browns actually had a legitimate season. There's a stranger right? thing right there. That is indeed a stranger thing. Let's go talk about Brody Lee. Luke Harper. Yes, yeah, so rest in peace, John Huber. My condolences and to your family, your uh your fellow wrestlers. They all you know, you could see all the outpourings on social media. Mm -hmm. He was definitely one of those guys that was beloved in the locker room. Oh, yeah. And I was surprised that he was younger than me because he really looked like he was 10 years older than me. But uh, he cultivated that look. And also, you must not own a mirror. I don't look <laughs> old. I'm, I'm 21. I still got it. I mean, if by it you mean gray hair, then sure, you've got it. Okay, you know what? No, you know what? Forget you. <laughs> I get back to being bald again. You don't have to worry about that. <laughs> Gonna break out well, the just for men. Hey, anyway, we're let's let's wait. That would be that would be Kardashian. That would not be me. Hey, no, no. <laughs> We're talking about a man that passed away. We are not going to bring the Kardashians into this. Have a put a little <laughs> respect on it. Luke Harper, Brody Lee, John Huber. Man, it's it's a shame. And and he was what was he, 41? I believe. And that's no, 39. 39? Yeah. Okay. He didn't hit 40 yet. So that makes it even worse. But he was one of those guys. He was what did he die of? Lung something, but not COVID. So huh. I I don't know. It almost sound like I'm wondering if it wasn't a pulmonary embolism. Where he might have been blood clot in his lung. I said, I would wonder. If I mean, as I know he wasn't part of WWE at the time of his passing, but I wonder if the family, Bray 
Wyatt, all those guys. WWE would would let them do some sort of tribute that in their, you know, own so, way. You know, just, so they did on Raw. Um, they actually put a picture up of him at the very beginning of the broadcast. You know, they did okay. the whole in memory of you know. And then um, during mm-hmm. one of the matches, they did like a, a clothesline spot tribute to him. I, I just read about it. I didn't get to watch it yet. But yeah, so I they, saw did, of it on Instagram. they did acknowledge it. And then AEW did a bunch of stuff, I guess, tonight about him. Or no, they had a show. Where did they have a show? They had a show like right after and they acknowledged it. And then right. I think they did more tonight. Like a couple guys came out in like ring gear like his, which was just the jeans and the and the dirty beater. Hold on. I would I don't know. I was just thinking in my head all week, I was thinking that would be kind of epic if Bray, Braun, and uh Rowan came back together for like one night. And then I was like, but where what what show is Bray on is he uh, Raw or is he SmackDown? Bray's Raw. Okay. Right now he's dead because Randy Orton set him on fire. Okay. And Rowan is no longer with WWE. Right. Um, and then Braun's on SmackDown. Yeah. By the um, way, Braun, I'm challenging you to a match. What are you? WWE 2K21. They'd probably kick your ass in that too. What do you think? What do you think those guys do all day while they're waiting for TV to start? No, no, I, I challenge them. I challenge them to a weightlifting match. Yeah, my silence should speak volumes. As even your best friend's too fitty. <sighs> I'm pretty sure he curls too fitty. Yeah, well, you know, I want to see if he can do it because I know that I can't. <laughs> Hell, he probably warms up with three fifteen, <laughs> right? <laughs> I know. I, I my my uh, my 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 boss, my director. He's a he's an army veteran, like I've. I think you and I have talked off air about, and so he's he's been bodybuilding. He, you know that that was his, his life before he became what he's doing now, and he looks every bit as jacked as he ever has. I guess right. So I just like asked on a whim because he's an army guy too. On top of that, I always wanted to ask an army guy or marine guy. You know, so how much do you bench? Really, I'm not going to ask an Air Force or Navy guy. That's saying that they're not tough and that they can't whoop my ass. But I'm saying that you know, Army and the Marines, those guys are like are like boots on the ground, those types, right? So I just want to just know. This was just dying to know. He was like 500. I'm like, are you serious? I didn't say, are you serious? In my head, I was like, doggone it, I knew it. 
So, Brody Lee, uh, did you get to watch any of his AEW stuff with the Dark Order? No, I didn't. I didn't either, unfortunately. I heard it was good. You know, I just, I ran out of wrestling time to pay attention. So I haven't watched Mm -hmm. AEW beyond, like, I watched, like, the first couple episodes. My initial move was, well, I really like NXT, so I'm going to keep watching NXT, and then I'll watch AEW on on the DVR later. And then I don't watch either one now. Most weeks uh-huh. I don't I don't watch Raw, especially during football mm-hmm. season. During football season, I'm not bothering to watch Raw most weeks unless the football game's absolutely objectively terrible. But that that dude was, was yeah. so criminally underused. He could have he, he could have done a lot. He didn't have I mean he didn't have the normal look that Vince wants, and I get it. But you know the thing, no, I like the tag team that he had with Rowan. Right. When they had the sledgehammers and like that one was working. They were so over with that. Right. Now I don't remember what and their name you know, was. Though. It was like they were the demolition, you know, 2020. You know, they, they were, you know, this era there was they were they were that the way the way they were being built, they were just unstoppable. Right. The way that they were being built. I'm like, y'all could do something with that because both of y'all look crazy. Yeah, I did see that uh, apparently AEW um, they had his kid on a show, and he won uh-huh. the t- he won the title. And then they also apparently gave him a contract for when he gets old enough to wrestle. And then that was nice. And I will That's very dusty road of him, which I mean, it makes sense, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, because I. I that and, and I, I, you know what? I gotta say, take this time to just salute Cody. I, I, I really do. I, I gotta salute Cody. Like he, him, and his wife evolving the way that they did have, and it it takes some some grapefruits to go up against WWE in any capacity, right? And to do it, and I I like the fact that there were a number of the of the still good but not too old greats that were willing to like leave WWE to help him get that off of the ground. And I mean, and man, he's doing it. Absolutely. They were smart he's about it. They didn't go after WWE on Monday night. Right. They, they said, let's go up against NXT. The right. only thing that sucks about that is like for somebody like me who likes NXT and likes AEW in principle is that it makes you have to make a decision or watch one, you know, off time. Or in right. my case, overload and don't watch any of them. You know, they were smart. They didn't go up against them on Monday nights. Now, in all reality, it feels like AEW is the wrestler's wrestling promotion. Whereas WWE is Vince's wrestling promotion. There's very obvious differences in how everybody's treated and all that. What would you say is the, is the biggest difference? The well, treatment. the wrestlers on AEW have um, input with okay. creative. Okay. Um, I think that's probably the biggest one. I believe they might have insurance, whereas Vince does not pay for their health care because, you know, Vince is very, very big on the independent contractor model, but then he makes them sign such ironclad exclusivity deals that like mm-hmm. I mean a lot of them had to go off of uh, Twitch like they can't do their Twitch streams now yeah and, they're on TikTok uh, well no but they were doing like shows regularly on Twitch and apparently okay. making money off of it and Vince put a put a kibosh on that 
And then the other thing was uh, Cameo. Have you heard of Cameo? Yeah, they're a nice group from the 80s. <laughs> so, no, this is not about WordUp. Cameo is a service that lets you like solicit video and audio messages from people. Mm-hmm. So like you can pay like I want to they were talking about it on the radio the other day too. I guess like Michael Irvin, Deion Sanders, like those guys, they get like right. 500 bucks a pop. Okay. So wrestlers were doing stuff on Cameo where they'd record like like if I wanted to get Big E to tell you happy birthday. I'd pay him right. 25 bucks or whatever he's charging. And he'd record a video message saying from one Big E to another happy birthday, you know, something like that. But um, Vince yeah. has forced them off of that as well. That's crazy. It is. Well, and so the thing is, and this is, this goes to something they've always done with the trademarking of their names He's making money off of their name and likeness, except when they were doing these things, now he wasn't. They were making their own money off of it. And Vince can't right. have that. And what sucks is he does still pay the best. He is still uh-huh. the biggest. It's WWE is still the biggest and right. gets gets the most eyeballs. So, you know, you, you're going to have guys that are just going to put up with it. AJ Styles was one that did a lot of Twitch streams. You know, he's just got to put up with it because of that. The good news for, like, a guy like AJ, you know, I think he's probably – I don't think he told anybody what his contract length was, but he did announce right. that the contract he signed was going to be his last one. You know, who knows? He might have another five years in him or something because I want to say he's in his right. 40s. Maybe he'll ditch the soccer mom haircut and go back to having a crew cut. <laughs> He he seems to have let the hair grow a little longer, so it's it's a little better. Yeah, he can still think soccer mom. He can never lose the beard though. Do you remember what he looked like without the beard? <laughs> like a soccer mom. No, he looks goofy. <laughs> he looked goofy <laughs> without the beard. Well, we go much longer, and it's not going to be a mini episode. So thanks everybody for listening to episode two. It's kind of a mini episode. We're. Uh, we're going to be recording episode three, which a lot of the subjects were the um, artist formerly known as episode two, but unfortunately we ran into some uh, sound issues. Look for that to be released here in, in one of the next couple weeks, probably probably next week. I'll probably try and edit pretty quick. I'm going to try and get this one out real quick. But once again, thank you, and we hope you stick around for our next one. Definitely. Definitely.